Good morning, River Life Church. My name is Pang, and I'm also Pastor Kong's wife. Welcome back to our Healthy Heart and Happy Home series on mental health during COVID-19. As we wrap up the series, I want to invite you to take a moment to pause and think about you and your family, where you were and where you are now. Life looks so different now compared to just a few months ago. I don't know about you, but Kong and I had our calendars booked through July and even some of August. But with the increased COVID-19 cases, many of our plans came to a halt for safety and for the health of ourselves and our community. How about you and your family? How are things different now? In a unique way, in the past days, weeks, and even months, these little and big changes have created a new flow, new routine, and in a sense, a new normal for us as individuals and as a family. You see, the new normal, new routine, new family life rhythm helps families find firm grounding during these uncertain times and helps create security for you and the kids. You see, for Kong and I, before COVID-19, we were always on the go, barely saw home on the weekends. We also ran into each other late in the evenings as we both returned home from work. On the weekends, I would also spend long, endless hours at Target picking up groceries and also filing through multiple end caps and clothing racks looking for great deals. And I'm sure some of you can relate to that. But now, things look very different. Kong and I both work from home, and we also spend the day with my nephew Jeremiah and my brother-in-law Bumi. But before COVID-19, Jeremiah and Bumi never had to share home during the day with anyone. Eventually, as Kong and I continued to work from home, we had to explain to Jeremiah the plan for the day, which was we can't play with him during the whole entire day because we were still working from home. And eventually he caught on. And quite honestly, we're still adjusting as a family and as a household. Kong and I started going on walks after dinner and those walks have been really peaceful for us to check in and just enjoy some really good music and time together. I also recently got a scooter and Jeremiah and I get to scoot through the neighborhood in the evenings together. And I've also stopped roaming the aisles at Target for hours on end. Now I make a quick stop, pick up my essentials, and leave. Also during shelter in place, our household has increased our family time together and we've started to have really pleasant and blessed conversations with one another about life, love, joys, and even sorrows. Something new that my sister and I have started is we've also no longer cook on Friday evenings. We've decided to take a break from our cooking routine and schedule and we pick up Burger King instead. Burger King has been such a nice treat for all of us from our long week, which oftentimes feels like a big blur and blob. And the truth is, we've tried different things as a family. Sometimes it's a success, and other times it's messy. Every now and then, we've 
even experience some fails. But we keep trying even through the mess and through the process we have found a new normal during this time. And keep in mind that routines and rhythms are going to differ from our families to yours. New norms help create a security though for adults like us, our teens, and our kids. So what's your family's new normal? What's been messy? What's been successful? And even fails? The truth is, I guarantee you, we've all had them. Take a moment to reflect on your family's new normal. And if you would like more information on how to be with family during this time, I would like to invite you to check out this really neat website called childmind.org and search for supporting families during COVID-19 in the search bar. This website has some really great resources for kids, families, and parents. Let's continue to lean on God and the community during this time. Be safe and be well and continue to find your new normal. God bless you. Hey, Rural Life Church, it's Kong, the associate pastor, and I'm glad to be with you this morning. I'm going to continue where Pang had left off and talking about experiencing a new normal in light of all these adjustments that we faced because of COVID-19. I know if I've experienced adjustments and I've had to establish new normals to maintain a sense of harmony in my life. And one particular area that I want to focus on are family dynamics, because those have been um, crucial areas where I've experienced some tension. Um, with all the time that I've had because of COVID-19, um, you know, with, with my schedule and routine looking a little different, um, I, you know, it's been, I've experienced it positively and negatively. Positive in the sense that I have more time with family. Um, I get to spend more time with the people that, that I love. And then at the same time, I've also experienced this, this, these adjustments negatively because having to adjust creates room for uh, frustration, for stress, for uncertainty to show up. And sometimes my family has had to take the brunt of that. They've had to be the ones who receive, uh, you know, my frustration, my stress, my grumpiness, because they just happen to be there. And so harmony and family relationships have been huge in finding a new normal. And today I want us to take a look in the Bible to help us establish some guidelines so that we can establish and maintain harmony in our family during these, um, during these times that are, that are ever-changing. But before we do, I want to check in to see how you and your family are doing. And by family, I mean, you know, what, what that means to you. It could be your immediate family, your extended family, the people that you live with, the kids that are in your household, the, you know, the people that you share space with. So how have you been doing? What have you noticed about harmony in your life? And have you had to make any adjustments to experience, to maintain harmony during these times? What's been helpful? If you've got any helpful tips, leave a comment below so that we can try it too. Or maybe it still feels chaotic and you're not sure what to do. Regardless of where we're at, 
I want us to ground us in some biblical truth so that, you know, whatever the situation, whether it's COVID-19 or another crisis that we'll experience in our life or, or just everyday life, uh, I want us to ground us in some biblical truth so that we can establish harmony, especially in our family when we don't feel it. So today we're, I'm going to be reading from Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1 through 4, and this is what it says. Therefore I, a prisoner for serving the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling, for you have been called by God. Always be humble and gentle, be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Make every effort to keep yourselves united in the Spirit, binding yourself together with peace, for there is one body, one spirit, just as you've been called to one glorious hope for the future. Now, I think this passage, passage speaks volumes on what it's like to experience harmony. I mean, notice verse 2, it talks about being humble, being gentle, being patient with each other, allowing each other to make faults because of your love. And then verse 3, it talks about being united, binding yourselves together with peace. I think this is great. And to better understand it, I think we have to understand a little bit of context. And plus, in verse verse 1 of this this um, passage here, uh, Paul uses the word therefore, which is a really crucial word in the Bible because whenever therefore is used, it tells us that we have to understand all the stuff that happened prior so that we can understand the reason why this point is being made. So... Let's understand what's happening before this to understand how we can establish harmony in our family. Now, there's two major themes in the book of Ephesians. The first theme is this. Jesus restores us to be in right relationship with him, with Jesus, and God. And when we experience right relationship with Jesus and God, it leads us to the second theme, which is this. Jesus unites everyone to himself and to each other now and for eternity. Now, in light of these two themes, Paul encourages believers to live lives that reflect what Jesus has done. And Paul wrote to this church in hopes that they would continue to grow in their faith so that they can better understand God's purpose and appreciate that God's ultimate desire is to bring everyone to be together. God's desire is for everyone to be in harmony. You see, Paul reminds the church in Ephesus that God has always loved them and God has always planned to redeem us through Jesus Christ so that we can experience harmony with God and with each other. So when we understand God's plan and what Jesus has done for us, we see in this passage that it leads us to be humble, gentle, patient, forgiving of others' faults, and united by the Holy Spirit with peace. And understanding all that context, that the work Jesus did for us is so that we can experience harmony with each other is crucial. Don't you think a little bit more of humbleness, gentleness, patient, patience is needed in our current situations where we experience tension? You see, when we understand what Jesus has done for us, it can also pour into other relationships like our families. And Paul talks about this specifically in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21 through chapter 6, verse 4. He talks about how this practically looks like in a family and invites each family members to voluntarily submit or honor one another so that they can experience harmony. The main idea of the passage is this. 
we can experience harmony in our families when we ground ourselves in understanding what Jesus has done for us. Let me say that again. We can experience harmony in our families when we ground ourselves in understanding what Jesus has done for us. You see, God has always loved us and his plan was to save us so that we can be in relationship with him and others so that we can experience harmony together. In times like this, it might feel hard to be grounded in something because everything is shifting. But we can trust that harmony is found when we ground ourselves in what Jesus has done for us. We might be impatient. We might be grumpier. We might be frustrated with each other during this time. But harmony can be found when we ground ourselves in what Jesus has done for us. You see, we get to experience humbleness, gentleness, patience, forgiving others' faults. Because harmony is found when we ground ourselves in what Jesus has done for us. So what does this mean for you? What does it mean to ground yourself in what Jesus has done? Could it mean spending some more time with God to remind you of God's plan and love for you? Could that mean being in prayer or reading the Bible? What do you think it would mean to find some time to ground yourself in Jesus so that we can experience harmony? And imagine what that can mean for all of us, the impact that we can make if our world could experience harmony during a time of tension. Imagine the impact that we can make if our world can experience harmony when everything is chaotic. And imagine if they realize that this harmony is found in God. And imagine if they also grounded themselves in God to experience this harmony. Think, isn't this what God's plan and purpose is for us? And how exciting that is for us to get a chance to join in on that? How amazing is that? And so be grounded in what Jesus has done for us so that we can experience harmony. Blessings to you all. These challenging times have also taken a toll on our marriages. I want to take a couple minutes to address those of you who are married. Um, I think that what's happening is that when we're home so much and we're with each other all day long, that small issues that we used to be able to put on the back burner or things that were simmering underneath the surface but we thought we could just leave alone are now coming to the surface. And with all the tension and the stressors, uh, these minor issues are now becoming major ones. Um, while these challenging times can be stressful, I believe that they can also provide opportunities for us as couples to look at our marriages and to uh, identify, confront, and even work through the relationship problems that were always there. Working through relationship issues takes time, I know, and it takes intentional effort. And for some of you, it may even require therapy. But I think that even during these stressful times, we can address some of the issues that are coming up. It doesn't have to be um, complex and difficult as we work through these things. Part of that is I believe that if we go back to the basics of what made our relationships begin and what made them good in the beginning will help us now during these stressful times. With that in mind then, think back to when you were first dating or when you first fell in love with your partner. Uh, do you remember how you wanted to spend all your time with them and you wanted to learn everything you could about them. Um, and being together was, was like the best thing. 
Well, I want us to take away two practices that we did when we were dating that can really help us now. The first of those is to actually focus on the relationship. Right now in the stress, you're probably focusing on everything else but the relationship. But again, we need to go back to focusing on the relationship. I believe that relationships are like plants that require your uh, learning what it requires in the amount of sunshine, in the amount of water, in the amount of fertilizer, even in the kind of soil that the plant needs so that it can thrive. So something you can do right now is learn as much about your relationship as possible. Uh, what does it need to be healthy and strong? So something to do is for the two of you to sit down and talk about uh, what makes a marriage strong? What does each of you see as a healthy and vibrant relationship? And by the way, children thrive when they know that their parents' marriage is secure and happy. Uh, so do this not just for yourself, but for the well-being of your children as well. Secondly, you can focus on your partner. That's what you did when you were dating. Your thoughts were wrapped up around what your partner was doing, what they liked, uh, what you could do to please them. So right now you can do that as well. Uh, when I do therapy with couples, the turning point in therapy is always when both partners are willing to stop focusing on their hurts and pains and on their own needs and their rights and instead to turn around and focus on their partner and their own their pains and their needs and what they require from them. Um, this reminds me of James 3, verse 13, that we read last week together. Uh, James says, Who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. In other words, which of you... The two of you should start doing these things first. Well, whichever one of you thinks that you are wiser and more understanding, and I might even say more spiritual, take that first step. Reminds me of Philippians 2, verse 3 and 4, where Paul tells the believers, but I believe we need to think about this in relationship to our uh, wife or husband as well. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself, or I might say value your partner above yourself, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the other, or each of you to the interests of your spouse. So something for you to do right now is uh, to be devoted to love your partner and make them the focus and I would just encourage all of you to do what Romans 12, 10 says. Outdo one another in showing honor. Doing these two things, uh, these basic things of relationships. One, focus on the relationship with your spouse. And two, focus on your spouse and his or her needs. These two things will help you during these trying times so that your marriage uh, not only just survives, but that it will thrive. So I bless you in your marriage.